All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. I always say that part of my job as a fitness and movement writer and podcaster is to stay up to date with sports science and research. The other part of my job is to keep my finger on the pulse of what other people like me are writing and preaching and teaching, which is why I have a love-hate relationship with my job. I love the science, but I often hate the way it gets presented, packaged, and sold to the public. So, when I come across people who not only align with my philosophy, but also really have the public's best interest in mind, well, I latch onto them. And honestly, that's one of the biggest reasons why I was so excited to join the team here at Quick and Dirty Tips almost three years ago. I was a fan for many years before I became a team member. Now, today's guest, Tom Holland, is one of those people who not only aligns with many of my philosophies and ideals, but also has a robust background and education that I can trust. Tom Holland is an internationally recognized exercise physiologist and certified sport nutritionist with over <laughs> three decades of experience in the industry. Tom Holland works with individuals, companies, and organizations who are in need of targeted expertise in exercise science and sport nutrition, and he's also the CEO and founder of Team Holland, a fitness consulting company. Tom is also the author of six books, including Beat the Gym, Swim, Bike, Run, Eat, and The Micro Workout Plan. He's also a frequent fitness expert on TV, including the Today Show, Good Morning America, CNN, QVC, and his fitness advice appears regularly in national newspapers and magazines. He is also the host of a podcast called Fitness Disrupted. Now, choosing a topic to chat with Tom about was actually pretty tricky since our lives and expertise overlap in so many areas, but when I discovered Tom's passion for what he refers to as excessive moderation, now don't worry, he'll explain that later, I just had to pick his brain about the importance of the movement we do outside of the gym and how we can do more of it and get more out of it. So, okay, let's dive into my conversation with Tom Holland. Okay, Tom, so the first thing that I wanted to dive into here is explaining the difference between everyday movements and our dedicated exercise time. I mean, those are two very distinct ideas, but they both play a really big role in our overall fitness and wellness and our health. Now, most of us know we should be getting at least 30 minutes of moderate to high intensity exercise done per day, but then what? What about the rest of the day? So, we need to keep moving then, too, right? 
It, it's such a great question. So the difference between movement during the day and dedicated exercise, I would argue that the it's flipping that sure, you know, we want to get in those 30 minutes or 60 minutes, uh, go to the gym or do it at home. But, you know, historically speaking, people didn't go to the gym. So we do that to counteract, I would say, Brock, the the negative effects of the society we live in now, which is sitting for 10 hours a day and and crazy things like that. So ideally, I think we need to make that paradigm shift over to working movement into our day all day. And then, yes, uh, as an adjunct going to the gym, but almost changing the focus into what we do during the day being more important over time than, than going to the gym or working out at home. Yeah, I recently wrote a little piece on my personal coaching website at brockarmstrong.com all about how recently we humans actually started using gyms. It's not that long ago. It's actually within our lifetimes. <laughs> and you actually answered my next question. So um, you know what? I'm going to delve a little bit here. Sure. I've done a lot of marathons, but you have done a lot more marathons than I have. <laughs> I have bigger problems. Yeah. Bigger <laughs> problems that you're trying to run away from, maybe? Absolutely. 100%. So, okay. Even though you're training for these long endurance efforts, you are still putting a focus on getting more movement throughout the day, right? What are the issues that you see, even with people like you and me who trained for these long efforts? Does this give us a pass to go and put our feet up and hit the couch for the rest of the day? You would think and you would hope, right? But what I found, I just turned, you know, 51. I hit that 50 last year. And, you know, I was doing a lot of the endurance races when I was younger. And I've seen the body change. So for me, uh, and I was, you know, I had some good genetics with the endurance racing. I was smart, too. And I did the cross training and everything and continue. But I have found that I need to make that shift in both mentally and physically to say, you know, hey, I can't go out and do what I used to do. And I, I, I just have to do less of it. And I have to be more focused, Brock, on the shorter workouts, on making darn sure that I'm doing, you know, all five components of fitness so that I can still enjoy if and when I decide to go, you know, train for another marathon. But, you know, we have to be smarter as we get older. And it plays into what we're talking about, that the shorter workouts done throughout the day, being consistent with the balance is essential as we get older to being healthy and, uh, and injury free. So those shorter efforts that you're talking about right now, are you actually, do you mean, I'm playing devil's advocate yeah. here a little bit, but do you mean that you should be grabbing some dumbbells and, and curling those or doing 300 burpees every hour? Or is it more simple than that? Uh, that's pretty simple. And I, I think you're right on the money, right? It's, it's mixing it up, you know, it's, it's cross training and people always say, what is that? Basically doing anything other than what you really enjoy doing and do most frequently, right? If you and I are runners, then I was talking about, I became a triathlete, not because, you know, I, I don't even consider myself a triathlete. I just realized how smart it was from a cross training perspective, right? I'm going to bike, which is so complimentary to running. I'm going to swim, which is so complimentary to biking and running. And I'm going to do some strength training. So, you know, doing a little bit of all of those things and, you know, five minutes of, of core exercises in the morning. And then, as you said, maybe, you know, some burpees in the afternoon, spreading it out because the number one reason people have for not exercising is lack of time. So when you tell them that science says you can break it up, that's great news for most people. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by 
hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. And speaking of lack of time and finding ways to get more movement into your day, you recently did a, a podcast episode over at your podcast, Fitness Disrupted, um, about NEAT, about non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and also about using a, a standing workstation, which I, I'm guessing you're standing at your desk right now. I know I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So how do those play into exactly what we're talking about here, like not having to schedule that time to, to go to the gym or go to the yoga class or, or even change your clothes and to get a workout in. Yeah. And that's where, you know, if we're talking weight loss, right? Uh, the math, it's simple math for the most part. And I know many people try to make it more complicated, but it's not. So when we're talking weight loss, uh, we want to be moving all day long because if you go to the gym and you get on the elliptical, let's say for a half hour or even an hour, you might burn from 300 to 500, 600 calories if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. All right. So the true weight loss and the true caloric expenditure, Brock, comes from what we do all day, right? And I'm standing and, you know, I'm always moving. Uh, and it's that person that I talked about in the podcast who, you know, people often say, oh, that person can eat whatever they want. Yeah. Well, no, that person moves all day long. If you actually watch that type of person, they are burning calories, oftentimes hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of calories per day, more than the person who's not. And, you know, I, I think you preach this as well, that it's really easy to sell this idea short and boil this all down to just focusing on burning calories and only focus on weight loss. But what we are talking about really does go well beyond that in terms of the benefits we can get, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, I always say that, sure, we want to be a healthy weight, Brock, and, and that's super important, but, you know, the, the benefits of exercise are, are dozens and dozens uh, more mentally as well. You know, I got my master's degree in exercise science and sports psychology because I realized how important the mind was and just love that aspect of it. So, you know, you can go to Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and things like that, uh, energy levels, you know, your your just cognitive function, your mood, your depression, you know, exercise, the benefits so far outweigh, I often say, what we see on a scale or what we see in the mirror. So, you know, you don't judge whether or not your exercise program is working just because the scale is not moving. Every single workout matters and all movement matters and it all adds up. Yeah, there's a reason why this podcast is called the Get Fit Guy and not the Get Skinny Guy or the Get Ripped <laughs> I Guy. Exactly. I like to dig in and focus on true fitness and maintaining it. the ability to do the things that we love to do. So, yeah. okay, I guess the next question would be, if we can do all this stuff and get that non-exercise activity thermogenesis by fidgeting and staying active throughout the day, is it actually possible to be, quote unquote, 
fit without doing any actual dedicated exercise time, like going to the gym or the yoga class or whatever? Uh, I would, the short answer is yes. The short answer is absolutely yes. And again, just look at our, you know, I love books like the blue zones and things like that, where again, the people who live to be over a hundred in those, you know, six different areas, they're not going to the gym, (laughs) right, Brock? So they're eating well, they have the social connections, uh, they have moderation, they're drinking wine, their stress levels are low, they have purpose. So when you talk about fitness and get fit, as you're saying, there's that mind-body connection. And just because I would say, though, because so many people are so sedentary, uh, we kind of do need that little bit extra uh, for many people just to offset the lack of movement throughout the day. So the more you move throughout the day, I would say, the less you need to go to the gym. Right. Yeah. So doing that exercise time is almost the antidote really to what we've created through a sedentary lifestyle and things like ergonomics, which allow us to do unnatural and unhealthy things like stay in one position for hours and hours on end, (laughs) which is a whole other podcast I think the two of us could probably go really deep on. But I like to give my listeners, especially when I have somebody like you on the show that's so knowledgeable and so experienced in coaching, I like to give my listeners some actionable things that they can take away and start doing right away. So, okay, can you give us three ways that we can use that exercise time that's outside of the dedicated gym trip or whatever it happens to be to get more active and stay more mobile during the day? Yeah, I think uh, first and foremost, you know, if you have a home, you have a home gym, Brock. So, and you need no equipment. And I work for a lot of different gym manufacturers and have over the years. But, you know, I've been doing push-ups since I was 14 years old. You know, doing body weight exercises, Brock, in your home and throughout the day, that is one so, it's so simple yet so effective, you know, squats and push-ups and lunges and planks, and they're modifiable for everybody. So that is one great way to work on your strength training. And then I know we read about it all the time, but, you know, they say park farther away, take the stairs, all those things. And I used to give those recommendations to the media, Brock, and they'd say, oh, come on, give us something else. (laughs) But no one does it. No one does it. (laughs) I know. We all know it, but we don't do it. We don't do it, right? And then finally, you know, I always talk about controlling what we can. And so on days where you're maybe can't get in that exercise and that movement, just be a little more cognizant of what you're putting in your mouth, right? So when we're talking about weight and calories and being healthy, making those healthier food choices, it's all connected. You know, when you exercise, you tend to make better food choices. And when we make better food choices, you're probably going to feel better about yourself and, and be more likely to exercise. So it's all connected. Absolutely. We often get confused or, or turned off by simplicity. But what you're saying right there, it's the simple stuff is the most effective. Yeah. And the term I use is, is uh, excessive moderation. You know, most people, and I was one way back when, you know, do a lot, a little bit, whether it's eating healthy or exercise. And the true sustained, you know, long-term success comes from doing a little bit, a lot, doing a little bit of everything frequently. And that's where, again, true balance, true health, and true happiness comes from, because you're not changing any one thing drastically in your life. You're changing a bunch of things a little bit, and that's sustainable. That isn't Excellent, excellent way to wrap this all up in a nice, neat little package. So thank you so much for coming on the Get Fit Guy podcast. It was a it was a great opportunity for me to get to meet you as well as uh, as well as have my listeners get a chance to to hear your wisdom. Speaking of sharing your wisdom, where can my listeners find you? 
Yeah, just go to teamholland.com, T-E-A-M, hollandlikethecountry.com, and, and everything's right there. And, and thank you so much for having me on. It's such a pleasure, and it's great to talk to someone else who uh, is helping people help uh, themselves. And we are in the best business there is, Brock, in my opinion. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again, Tom. Have a great day. So great speaking with you. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, you can find Tom Holland at teamholland.com and you can find all of his social media and everything from there. So I'd like to thank him one more time for joining me on this episode of the Get Fit Guy podcast. And I also want to let you guys know about a thing that's coming up on April 23rd. That's Thursday, April 23rd at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. You can join myself and licensed nutritionist Monica Reinagle, otherwise known as the Nutrition diva for a free workshop on strategies that you and your family can use to reduce stress and boredom eating and avoid any unwanted weight gain while we're all stuck at home. You'll learn how to cope with stress and uncertainty, create a workable plan that keeps you on track and establish some comforting routines. You can also learn to enjoy foods that you love without feeling guilty. So make sure you join us on Thursday, April 23rd, 4 p.m. Eastern, and even if you can't make it then, register anyway because we'll have a replay available afterwards. So just go over to wayless.life slash healthy at home. That's wayless.life slash healthy at home to register for this event. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Get more movement into your day. <laughs>